Hello World Changers, this is your friend and leadership coach Godfrey Esso. Welcome to another episode on our series of audios prepared for the members of the Emerging Leaders Academy who were selected for the second round of the Community Solutions Program. I would like to emphasize how happy and proud I am of you for this great achievement. It is a learning experience, so whether or not you make it um, on the final list is not really the issue. Enjoy every moment of it and know that every investment you are making now in your leadership is going to pay off in one way or the other. So, in our first episode, we looked at some technology tips. Since you're going to have a video interview, we gave you some tips on how you can make sure that your device, your connectivity, um, whatever platform you're going to use, you're all up to speed with how they work and all of them are at maximum capacity. In the second episode, we talked about your presentation, you know, your your visual, physical appearance, your background, your lighting, your rapport with your interviewer, and all of that. So let us now dive into the more technical issues. So uh, I hope that by now, you in the community, you have had time to participate in the group discussions um, using the questions, the sample questions that I I prepared for you. It's very important to participate in group activities because you learn best by doing. So the first question that um, was on our list is this famous question. Who are you? Or tell us about yourself. Now, when somebody asks you to tell them about yourself, what should come to your mind is that you need to give an elevator pitch. You know what an elevator pitch is? Imagine that you meet somebody in the in an elevator, whether it's in a hotel or an office building, and uh, that person may be a potential employer, a potential um, funder of your project, a potential business partner. And an elevator ride takes an average of 30 seconds, right? So the 30 seconds you have with that person are all you need to determine whether that person is going to get interested in you or not. So... That's why they call this thing an elevator pitch. So whenever somebody says, tell us about yourself, that is what they're looking for. They're looking for your elevator pitch. I mean, it, they don't call it that in various circles, but essentially that is what it is. In 30 seconds, 
what can you say about yourself that will captivate your uh, the person you're communicating with in this case your interviewer if you look at the way they design um, CVs, resumes, there's always an introduction, right? A, an introductory paragraph, maybe two or three lines, that captures the essence of who you are, your professional prowess, with the technical terms that pertain to that job that you're targeting. So it's the same thing. Uh, when you read... A project proposal there's something called an executive summary right in fact when when you send funding proposals to funding bodies the first thing they read is the executive summary it's from the executive summary that they know whether they'll read the remaining 20 page document that you have written or not same thing with uh, scientific papers somebody like me i don't read scientific um uh, articles whose abstract has not already revealed to me that that article contains what I'm looking for. That's the, 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 the essence of the abstract. So in every domain of life, you actually have a version of this thing. The abstract for a scientific paper, the executive summary for a project proposal, the introduction for a, uh, a curriculum vitae, the elevator pitch in business circles and at the interview it is this trick question tell us about yourself so nobody can tell you what to say that would captivate an audience right in 30 seconds or one minute 30 seconds is the ideal one minute is the maximum so In summary, you need to introduce yourself in terms of your name, um, where you come from, what your academic background is, your, your most recent academic and professional achievements that are relevant to your leadership and then you nail it with your most recent or your most outstanding leadership achievement. So you are a person, you have a name, you come from a, a specific community, you have a certain background of maybe academic and professional life that prepared you for the leadership project or role you're now playing. And in that leadership role, you have a certain outstanding accomplishment that sets you apart. So, that is the essence of it. The goal is that by the time you stop speaking, the person should be eager to ask you a follow-up question. So, there is no right or wrong answer. There is no marking guide. The goal is that by the time you stop speaking, you have mentioned something that the person finds exciting and is now ready to ask you follow-up questions. Oh, tell me more about this. 
Now, sometimes if I say um, I am Godfrey Eso, a 39-year-old Cameroonian, um, I, I trained as a medical laboratory scientist, and I graduated during the period when the HIV uh, epidemic was at its peak in Cameroon. So I went into community service, uh, helping people in my community get screened and um, uh, get counseled and tested for HIV. And that's how my leadership career began. For the past 15 years, I have trained more than 3,000 young leaders in various sectors who are actively creating impact in their communities. The moment you stop speaking, you're like, can you tell me more about your leadership training programs? You see, and that's why under, that, um, under each question, I gave you guidelines on how can you lead your interviewer to ask you the follow-up questions that you want. You want to be in control. You want to insert things in your responses that would trigger follow-up questions that would give you leverage because those are questions that you have answers to. You have stories to tell, right? So one error that people usually make in interviews when it comes to talking about themselves is that remember that the person interviewing you is a human he's trying he or she is trying to be friendly he or she is trying to make you feel at ease and sometimes they also go off off guard we, i mean without really intending to so for example when you say that you come from um bui division Imagine that the person who is responding, who is interviewing you, has worked with the Peace Corps before and knows Shisong. Now she digresses to say, Ah, I once came to Shisong and blah, blah, blah. Uh, how are the sisters doing? How is the cardiac center? Whatever. That is a trap. If Shisong cardiac center or Shisong community or the Shisong sisters have nothing to do with your leadership project. Don't spend too much time on it. So the person interviewing you can catch maybe um, a hint from your response. It may be, it may be a, a, the name of a school where you studied. And he says, ah, I also studied there. Uh, is Professor Achiri still in, in the University of Boya? You say, hi. And then you start, you people start conversing about Professor Achiri, and that's how your time is going. You get it? So never get sidetracked. If somebody asks you a question that digresses from the objective of your interview, give a very polite and brief response and then come back to something that is relevant to your subject matter. Let me give you a very practical example. Let's say um, somebody mentions Achu. When I say I'm, I'm from Bamenda and uh, uh, Maybe somebody says, ah, I, I remember I, I once passed through Bamenda. I, I like Achu. Achu is your staple food, right? 
And then people start talking about Achu and so on. Do you know what I would do if someone starts talking about Achu to me at a leadership interview? I'll tell them, ah, so you do like Achu? Did you know that there's a great leadership lesson in that staple meal Achu? In fact, have you ever heard of uh, John Good Foncha, the former prime minister of Southern Cameroons? There's a story about him that wherever he went, he insisted on eating his Achu on the leaf. Because Achu is normally tied, uh, wrapped around a, a, uh, um, a leaf, right? A banana leaf. And the lesson that Foncha was trying to put across is that no matter how high you go, no matter how globalized the world gets, you are nothing without your roots. So the Achu makes sense only when it is on its leaf so if you want to extrapolate that lesson into leadership you you now bring in the concept of leadership programs like community solutions program giving you leadership skills and networks and experiences you need but which you must translate to impact in your community because your community is where you need to make a difference so it sounds a bit philosophical but i hope you get the message that people can chip in all sorts of things just to create lively conversation but if you're smart you can always turn them into stories that would reinforce your um your 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 leadership uh prowess the impression you give your confidence and all of that. So that's one way of not really worrying about what follow-up questions come because if you are grounded in your work and your leadership concepts, then you can always take anything that they throw at you and twist it into a story and give it back to them. If they ask you a question that you're not comfortable with, another trick is to just digress and tell a story digress and tell a story narrate an experience narrate an experience not abstract stories experiences in your leadership uh, career so that's in brief um, what I can put together for now in terms of talking about yourself at an interview so let us recap when they ask, tell us about yourself, what they're looking for is your elevator pitch. So sit down, take a pen and paper, and write your self-introduction in a way that contains your name, your age, your community, your highest academic uh, achievement, your highest leadership achievement. Coin it in a story that you can rattle out in between 30 and 45 seconds and always end with a bang, something that would tempt the interviewer to ask you to tell him more about. That is the trick. Now, when your interviewer asks you um, follow-up, questions 
no matter how much they digress make sure you stay in control stay focused know that this is a leadership interview for the csp program it's about what you have achieved as a leader what your potential is what will make you what, what will convince them to select you for that program so whatever they ask you give short direct answers where possible and whenever watch out for the things that you can use to your advantage convert them into a story that demonstrate your leadership capacity and impact so i leave you on that note wishing you as usual the very best and hoping to see you in the u.s next august I'm yeah.